Welcome back to the Cordell and Cordell and Men's Divorce Podcast. I'm Scott Trout, CEO, Managing Partner of Cordell and Cordell, and as always, bringing you information for guys before, during, and after divorce and anything relevant to divorce and modifications, any custody actions, enforcement, all those things. And we do this twice each week when you want to subscribe to our podcast. If you haven't done so already, you'll be alerted when we drop a new episode twice every week. You can go to our YouTube channel. Also check out all the information, resources, virtual town halls, podcasts, everything that we've done over the last 18 months is sitting right there. You're going to find the topic of interest for you or many topics, I'm sure, I'm sure of it. All you have to do is go ahead and go to the YouTube channel. Follow us on social media as well. You can go to our Facebook page and you can check that out. Consultation, certainly always talk about that. This isn't an attorney-client relationship. We can't give you legal advice in this brief 10 to 15 minutes that we have together. Obviously, consultation is where that's to happen. You can schedule that with us around the country. We have offices around the country, including the United Kingdom. Give us a call at 866-DADS-LAW or go to the web, Cordell Cordell. Com. So let's get started. We're going to talk about a really good topic about sharing um, custody, which, you know, during COVID, sometimes you have a very difficult uh, or challenging partner, spouse, ex, whatever it may be. Uh, and today, that's what we're going to talk about. We're joined, Kim, out of uh, Pittsburgh. Welcome. Thank you, Scott. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. So let's talk a little bit about it. And I think one of the things we've kind of talked about it, I, I want to say about three months ago, we talked a little, or maybe it was a little bit longer. We talked about it during COVID about guys having difficulty trying to either see their kids, trying to discuss issues with their kids. And it was all what I say DTC uh, due to COVID. And or it's a convenient excuse, you know, we can throw out all the crazy acronyms that we have. But really, I guess the issue for guys is what do they do when they have someone who's very difficult to deal with and either they're getting divorced or thinking about it, they're separated or post-divorce, whatever it may be. First place to start is communication, right? Absolutely. Um, so number one here is whether we're talking about now um, pre-divorce, um, in the middle of the divorce or afterwards, um, you're looking to restructure your relationship with now the person that you were in a relationship with in a romantic format to now more of a, it needs to turn into a more business-like format. Um, so in that way, communication or the lack thereof is always the number one source of issues when it comes to co-parenting. Um, so finding a way to effectively communicate with that person is going to be key. Um, that might look different for first in what scenario you're in and you have to find something that works for you um uh, one thing that, that we often tell people here in, in our jurisdiction in pennsylvania is um our family wizard there is, is a fantastic source to start if you're if you're looking if you're separated and you're looking to um communicate in a more effective way with with the person that you used to be in relationship with um things like our family wizard are fantastic that not only is a great record record keeping tool, it's great to keep things bullet pointed, um, make sure that every issue is being addressed. You're not getting lost in the translation of an emotional back and forth and getting off track. And also um, there, there's great tools on those apps like tone meters. Yeah. This, this email might seem aggressive and, and you might not mean for it to be, but, but when you're texting or writing, your tone might not come across as, as it would when you're face to face in a conversation. All so capitals. That's way, my favorite, right? Yeah. You do it in all caps and that's misinterpreted to be, you're screaming at me. 
Correct, correct. So, um, you know, those kinds of apps will have a tone meter that might direct you, hey, you might want to relook at this. This It comes across, across as aggressive. Um, and you can kind of rephrase that to be more effective in your communication. So that is going to be number one, is finding something that works for you um, in communicating, whether it's emails, text, uh, or, or that. Um, another thing that's just a huge help in people, to, for, for parents, is set up a time, whether it be a, a, a monthly meeting or a biweekly meeting, depending on how difficult your situation is, where you have a set time that you're gonna sit down and you're gonna address these parenting issues with that co-parent. Um, you both are aware of what that time is, you both are prepared, you're ready to talk about the kids and whatever issues there are to come up with um, at that time. And, and you can sit face to face, both ready to have that conversation. If you trap someone into a conversation, I'm, I'm angry and I'm gonna call them right now and talk to them about X, Y, Z. You don't know what, the, what that parent's experiencing on the other end of the line and you're kind of walking yourself into a, a minefield, if you will, and, yeah. and who knows what, what minds you'll set off. So having a time where you can sit down and know that you're both gonna address our whatever co-parenting issues or whatever child-related issues um, that are up at that time is, is a very helpful um, mechanism to, to start up. Yeah. And, and knowing, you know, it's, it's easy. I mean, I guess, you know, whether you're in the middle of a divorce and it's already very problematic and, you know, it's filled with just a lot of arguments is pick your battles, right? And know when you want to fight over something and not something so petty. And that is so important is to kind of pick your battle. I've said that to my kids. I've said that when we were raising our kids is pick your battles. Don't fight over the small stuff because, you know, especially you have someone who's going to be obstinate about some of the smallest details. It's not worth the fight. So pick your battles, right? Absolutely. And, and, and that's kind of the, like that rule of five. Is this, is this matter thing issue going to matter in five minutes? Is it going to matter in five days? Is it going to matter in five years? And if you kind of look at it in that perspective to know, is, is this a, a bigger issue that's going to affect my child long term? Um, or is this something that's going to everyone's going to forget about by the time we go to bed tonight? Maybe that's not worth fighting about. Um, another thing that, that parents I see a lot fall into the trap of is fighting battles that aren't their battles. Mm -hmm. um, this, this might even apply to parents who aren't going through a divorce and, and feel the need to helicopter parent, if you will, and want to fight yeah. the, the battles for their children. Um, and here in Allegheny County, we one of our esteemed judges actually orders parents as a part of her divorce to read a book, Joint Custody with a Jerk. Yeah. Um, I, I've had a number of clients been forced to read this book and they've got a great method of identifying these issues and, and they call it um, a problem triangle. And basically it's okay, there's an issue. First thing you have to do is identify what is the issue that, that is concerning to me. Um, for an example, um, maybe the problem is my ex is reading my texts that I'm sending to my child. Okay, there's the issue. Who has ups upset feelings or hurt feelings about this? I do because my, my privacy is being invaded. Um, who's raising the issue? Me. Maybe the child is at times like maybe they're saying I'm not comfortable with this. Dad's not letting me answer. So of that, three of the uh, two or three, all three of those answers are me. Um, I'm having this issue. So I top the pyramid. That's something that will be important for me to address with my spouse and or ex-spouse and come up with a solution. Um, things like maybe if your child comes to you and says, I don't like it at dad's house. I'm totally bored there. It's not as fun there. I don't want to go to dad's house. Um, you follow through that problem triangle there. That's your child that has the hurt feelings. That's your child that's raising the issue. So instead of you then going and fighting with your spouse over that, 
or it could be mom either way. Um, but you know, instead of, of, of that, the spouse fighting for it, that's an issue that maybe mom or dad can work through these issues with the child. Okay. Let's come up with some solutions and give your, empower your child to come up with that rather than a parent trying to step into their child's shoes and fight that problem for them. Um, so, so that's a very important thing. I highly recommend the book for anyone who's having this issues with an uncooperative, um, spouse. Uh, it gives some really good tools on how to restructure your communication and kind of make those decisions. Is this something I'm going to fight about or not? Yeah, I, I think what's interesting about the topic and guys listening could be thinking, well, you know, don't counsel me. You know, this is soft and squishy and I've got a counselor or a psychiatrist I'm seeing or whatever. But the point I think in all this and this kind of, for me, blends into the next subject, which is everything we're telling you is all about strategy about how to represent you in your case and how do you appear and you know, how does a judge perceive you what is your behavior like so it's kind of a twofold one really how do you cooperate and how do you get along with someone like this who you now hate maybe but you know i always tell clients look and i'm in this consult i am now reading you your miranda rights anything you say can will be used against you in a court of law and that means be careful what you say because words matter Hundred percent, and 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 it's kind of a twofold thing. All of this advice is both going to benefit people's daily lives and hopefully make your life a little easier. But number two, if it doesn't, you end up litigating at some point, and you're in front of a judge. Um, every statute across the country is of uh, custody is focused on the best interest of the child, and there's some format or or structure of how are you able to foster a relationship with the other parent um, and the child? How are you able to co-parent and communicate with the other parent? Those are factors that are prevalent across the country in every custody um, statute. So the court is going to be looking at that. And always when it comes to children, you're looking at reasonability. So when it's, it's, it's hard, um, we're emotional when it comes to our children. It's like our hearts walking around outside of our bodies, you know, and you mess up my kid and it's just, you know, mama bear comes out or papa bear is coming out. So um, it's easy to get emotional over that. But remembering that, like, as you said, anything you say can and will be mm -hmm. used to you in this court of law. And, and these are the factors that the courts are going to be looking at when they're making decisions of yeah. who's going to be spending time with your child and when. It includes your tone. Now, you mentioned it earlier in emails that you got to be careful about tone, but uh, the way you speak to your partner, your spouse, your ex, and maybe even in earshot of the kids, in earshot of friends, someone who could testify, but not only that, but to want to at least try to achieve, you know, something, you got to be careful about your tone. Absolutely. And, and kind of remembering again, talking about the structure change of the relationship, that it's now gone from an, uh, maybe an emotional romantic relationship to now more of a business-like. And I tell my clients, like, listen, this is now, you're no longer in a romantic relationship with this person. Yep. You're in a company. This is a business and, and, and your product is your child. And you're successful if your child's successful. So, so you're not, you don't want, you can't talk to this person anymore as you did as, as your spouse or, or, or significant other. Um, they're now your coworker. They're now your, you know, your partner. And, and you have to um, act as you would in a business setting. You wouldn't talk yeah. to your boss or coworker sarcastically or eye roll or, or 
or use hyperbole use it and, and you so you have to kind of think of it I'm, I'm approach it like you're approaching a business proposition yeah i mean i i think i've given the example of imagine go back to when you were getting married and and you were at the reception and uh, you were sitting next to your your new spouse your bride and you're on the same side of the table now that you're in the divorce or post-divorce she's at the other side of the table or right. the other side of the room and it's a very different dynamic and to visualize that is to understand the way you need to approach communication, the way you need to approach strategy. If you have a goal, like you said, a business transaction. So that means also good record keeping. I always talk about um, confirming conversations, agreements, put it in writing after you have an oral conversation, you know, follow it up on an email, do something about record keeping. Absolutely. And it's kind of, you got to think of CYA. It's easy to get in a conversation. Oh yeah. You know, um, Thursday I'm changing this up or I'm changing that up follow up with a quick text just confirming thursday this is what's happening i'm picking up at, at x time keep it simple it doesn't have to be long elaborate um but but just confirmations um so that you can go back and and again back to the very one we started this miscommunication is the number one issue so if someone walked away from that conversation if your if your ex-wife walked away from a conversation thinking something totally different than you did you just you just set yourself up for yeah. a disaster down the road so confirming those verbal conversations putting things in writing and and that's for twofold number one makes your life easier and number two if you are in court at some point you can then refer, refer back and have a, a really good detailed ledger of this is how things have gone and even if someone's being uncooperative that will highlight it if you have the records um, behind yeah. it avoid the he said she said it's always got to be proven and you know hey oh per our agreement i'll be there at uh, two o'clock you know or i showed up and you weren't there like per our agreement i mean it's just you're building your case for now or in the future whatever it may be and so and i think one of the things is we talk about the, the affirmative steps that may or may not be positive and suggestions. You also have to reflect on things that you shouldn't be doing that would hurt your case, hurt your positioning, or just generally aren't good behavior when you're talking about trying to co-parent uh, or do something to try an accomplishment. So, so what are some of the items that, that guys should be really thinking about not doing? Um, huge no-no, again, that the courts are going to be upset about. And like you said, it's just a, a not, not a great parenting technique. Um, don't let your children be the messengers. Yeah. Don't don't say, hey, ask your mom if I can have you next Thursday. Hey, we got this great party I want to bring you to. Ask mom about that. Um, you're just setting yourself up for for disappointment in the child or potentially mom getting angry and saying no. And again, that's that that's going to be something. That, no courts are going to like having the child be the messenger and put that in the middle. Um, so make sure that and if your child approaches you, hey, hey, dad, I really want to do this or that. Okay, let me talk to mom about it. We'll get back to you. Um, try to avoid or minimize the the decisions being made between you and the child that are impactful legal custody related issues um this isn't day-to-day -day stuff but just the bigger stuff you want to have those conversations outside of the earshot of the kids um another thing that that is a huge red flag um talking about issues that happened in your relationship in the past now in the present is custody, you know? Yeah. Um, oh, you, you didn't show up for baseball. Yeah, you always lied. You never showed up when you when you were said you were going to. That's not going to be productive. Again, remembering we're now a new company. We're now a new structure and we're letting go. That relationship is done. So that ship has sailed. We don't have to fight about it anymore. 
focus now on the present, the things that matter regarding custody alone, and don't let those past relationship things bleed in. Um, again, keep, keeping the kids out of it as much as you can, not only not letting them be messengers, don't let them overhear issues. So if yeah. you need to have a heated conversation, don't do it when the kids are in the next room. You don't want to call and have a phone call with your ex-wife when the kids are sitting right there hearing, you know, that issue or, or even worse, fighting with your ex in front of the kids. So make sure that you set that time up where the kids are away and they don't have to hear the fighting going on. You're keeping them out of it and, and not, you know, you said not in the middle. It's I've talked about parental alienation. You don't want to be uh, accused of parental alienation. I've talked about parental alienation syndrome before PAS. If you haven't heard about it, Google it. You're going to see it. I mean, it's just the one thing. Again, all of these points you raised today are strategic things that you want to do when you're in the middle of the case, strategic things you want to do when you're finished with your case, and really generally just good things to do to try to accomplish what you really want. And and I think those are really great points. And uh, it was good to kind of raise those for guys who just don't know where to start when they have an uncooperative ex or an uncooperative current spouse. And you couldn't agree on anything when you were married. And what's to you know make you convinced that you're going to agree on something perhaps and or communicate in the same way and accomplish it. So thanks That's for right. joining. But, I, but the difference now is there's, there's a simple goal that I think you can both agree on. When you're yeah. in a relationship, there's a lot of things that can bleed in. I think everybody can, can if you can refocus and I want my kids to have the best life they can. And if you can yeah. get that, keep that focus, um, you'll have a lot better success. Yeah, it's a different mind. It's a mind shift and it's a mindset of saying, okay, you know, I realized that with the way we did it didn't work. So I got to figure out a way to get this done. So, I mean, it works both ways during and after. And I think that after obviously is perhaps even as or more important because you've got a long time to go when you've got kids, perhaps they're young, you got 15, 16 more years to go. It's a lifetime. So uh, anyway, great stuff. Uh, good points. Thanks for joining and filling guys in on some great tips on, on communication and, and both middle before during and after that's awesome that's right thanks well it was a pleasure as always scott well we continue to bring great stuff like this and obviously i know the point is is we want to to have a, com a conversation with an attorney uh, find one that it practices exclusively in family law just like we do uh, just like kim does in pittsburgh and that's something uh, if you're interested in give us a call 866-DADS-LAW. Find us on the web, cordellcordell.com. We can do it via Zoom, WebEx, just like this. Phone call in person where appropriate, where you ever feel safe. Uh, find out uh, what's appropriate for you. So continue to join us for these podcasts. Again, sign up and you'll get notified every time one drops. Check out our virtual town hall. You want to go to cordellcordell.com. It's an opportunity where we spend an hour together live. You can log in. You have to register first, obviously doesn't cost anything. We want you to attend, but you can uh, log in, ask questions of a panel of Cordell and Cordell attorneys and get answers live right there. Uh, so you check that out. Next virtual town hall, we do it once a month, uh, every month on a topic just like this. So until next time, have a great week.